Let's do it, do it. Hey, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 19 of Damn That's Good with Big Sinus Barbecue. Uh, I'm your co-host, Brandy Salinas, joined by, as always, my brother, Junior Salinas, and, of course, behind the scenes, Mr. Chris Bustos. We got a fun show coming up for you, uh, talking barbecue. We got a special guest who is a veteran backyard cook. Uh, it's going to come on to talk to you about his little uh, Facebook group he's got and whatever else we can get into. So let's get this show rolling. Let's do it to it. All right. So last week we had on, on Michael De Los Santos of Mike P's Barbecues out of South Carolina. Uh, we talked about, uh, not sorry, South Carolina, North Carolina. So excuse me on that. Uh, so we talked about the difference between the barbecue and just kind of everything. And he's somebody that kind of started up making his own uh, products and now has really uh, started booming. And now he's shipping international and all that. So uh, it was great things. Definitely go check it out. Mike D's Barbecue out there on uh, Facebook. Or you can certainly check it out uh, at uh, Mike's bbq.com check him out there for give him a shout out uh and he'll definitely hook you up with some great stuff but uh let's get into it we got uh, a jam-packed show uh as always so but before we get going um we would like to thank our sponsors which are holy smoke spice company brothers keepers barbecue very fresh meat hugger be sure to go to amazon order your butcher paper uh, use coupon code 15 big salinas that's one five p-i-g-s-a-l-i-n-a-s and of course uh mad cow cutlery for all your cutlery needs there it is definitely go hit them up uh they are great we couldn't do it without them and of course you the listeners uh so we definitely thank you and our hats off to you uh so let's hit our small business shout out uh what do you got going on for it uh, Texas Oil Dust um, LLC. If you hadn't heard of them, uh, check him out on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Texas Oil Dust. Um, he's got some killer barbecue rubs. Got some barbecue injections that are killer. He's also coming out with a steak marinade uh, that I was uh, lucky enough to try out this past weekend. And man, that is going to be another good one. All right, definitely go check that out. Uh, my small business shout out, I don't have a different one other than BigSalinasBarbecue.com. Uh, definitely go check that out. You can actually get some of the uh, peach barbecue sauce that's going around. That is huge. It is going, I have tried it. Uh, it is awesome. I got uh, a bottle actually, myself. Yeah, he's perfected. It's actually different from the one I have. So he just has it. So go check it out. Certainly give us that feedback on it. Uh, I tried it on some McDonald's chicken nuggets. I said, that's what I'm going to try it on. And it was amazing. Uh, so you definitely could try it on all kinds of things. We want to see your pictures with it for sure. Um, I've heard of people using it on chicken, all kinds of stuff. So definitely go check it out. BigSalinasBarbecue.com uh, where you can get all our rubs, all our spices, and Go hit up that peach before it's sold out because it will sell out quick. Uh, so definitely go check that out. So, right. Junior, you said you used it on some uh, chicken nuggets. You know, I just wanted to get your take on it, Randy. What, what are some some products that you recommend uh, people throw that on? Uh, so, I mean, I personally have tried it on hamburgers. I've tried it on um, brisket tacos, um, you know, chicken nuggets, ribs. 
chicken. Um, grilled chicken. Everything is going to give you a nice little peach flavor. I'm still perfecting it, still getting everything worked out on it. Um, but I can tell you this, everything that I'm hearing from people is loving it. Perfect amount of sweetness. Um, you know, uh, I'm going to have something coming in the works that's going to be a little spicy version of it. Um, nice. So stay tuned for that one. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be what I think a game changer. Um, just made some again today. Uh, so we're just making small batches. Um, you know, stores are wanting it, but right now we're not going to the co-packer because we're still nailing everything down. But once I get it nailed down, we'll be shipped off to the co-packer. And then from there on, who knows? Wow, there you go. So it's, it's, it's off and rolling. And like I said, it is amazing. Uh, I, like I said, just regular chicken nuggets from McDonald's, a little 10 piece. Uh, and then I tried it with a dip my hamburger in it afterwards and it still was great. Still had that great flavor. So, uh, Chris, you said you had a bottle. Did you try it on and anything? No, I just, I got my package today. Um, definitely ah. looking forward to busting it out and I'm, I'm trying to think of some really cool things to do with it. So I'm excited. Nice. Well, I'll nice. tell you what, man. Bring that on screen and let's see. Let's get your first kick out of the bottle. Let me know what you think. Let the <laughs> listeners know. Okay, okay. Uh -oh. Put you on the spot. <laughs> uh -oh. and that's uh -oh. what. That's what people want to hear. They want to know that first first taste. That's certainly that's what I want to know. Um, so if you tried it, any kind of version of it, let us let us know. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, message me in private. Uh, let me know. Any feedback is good. Absolutely. And that is it. That's the only way we can get better. Um, if you, you don't like it, just say, hey, this is garbage and it needs to be this. Try this or that. We'll definitely give it a shot. If you love it, hey, that's the way. That's the only way we're going to get better is to really uh, face your feedback. So we love that kind of feedback. So don't hold back. So Chris is opening it up right now. So it, I, I encourage y'all to check it out. I'll check it out anywhere you get podcasts, but definitely go to YouTube. Uh, a damn uh, that's good with big Celine's barbecue and look at it uh, so you can actually put names to faces wow man that's really good bro let's see mm. now when when you hear sweet yeah you, you taste sweet mm -hmm. but it's what? not like overpowering like you know when you're saying you get like that peach flavor I was trying to place it in my head and I would I would say that you know, you definitely get that flavor, but it's not like it's like jelly or anything like that. You know what I mean? It's not like um, like a candy type of flavor. It's it's definitely very. It gives you all those those uh, notes that you want in a barbecue sauce. Man, that's really good. Wow. Yeah, I can't wait to use that. that. Is. <laughs> I'm you. Wow. I think it's gonna be something special. I, mean, I got stores asking me when when can I get some? Like, hold up, you know. I could ship it to you, but I don't want it to, you know, I don't want it to ruin. It's going to be made, like I say, made in small batches. Uh, you know, 28 bottles will go on uh, each order. So each time I get, I make a batch, I make 28 small bottles, just like what Chris got. Uh, so if you're watching on YouTube, that's what you're going to get. If not, it's going to be a little 12 ounce uh, bottle. Nothing too big, nothing too small. It's going to give you the right amount. One bottle is going to last you quite a bit of things, uh, depending on how, how you use it. Uh, but a little bit goes a long way, I can tell you that much. That is true. I didn't use 
very much of uh, mine. I just used a little bit. Listen, let me give it a shot. Uh, and it definitely lasted uh, for me. And I still have quite a bit left. So uh, definitely going to be using that here coming up for sure. I still got two, two in the works. Uh, one is the raspberry one that's going to have some heat to it. And then one is a low sugar. Not a no sugar. Low sugar. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. When I say low, it's like less than less than a gram or something like that. So it's not very much. Right. But you know, just something different. Very cool. And I think yeah, that we're going to take a quick break here, yep. and when we come back, we're going to have a special guest on. And we're just going to talk, you know, like I said, backyard barbecue, anything we can get her get into. Right on. How you doing, bro? And now I'm mute. <laughs> all right. All right. All right, all right, all right. I suddenly got excited. So uh, we are talking shit that we watched on TV or in the theaters. I, I saw, I got to see, hey, what's up, bro? No, it's, it's fine to see your face. That makes it even better. Oh, nice. He's got a rocking, uh, Dean's rocking a nice mustache. He's yeah. got this hat on. He looks like he's about to go make, uh, I don't know, a survey, surveying like, something. Uh, he's about to go play a, a semi, semi <laughs> pro uh, softball game. Oh, really? No, like I'd make it more cornhole. Nah, he looks like he's about to go. Uh, he's casing a place. Yeah, he's like a PI, private investigator. Uh, possibly a jewelry heist. Uh-oh, here comes um, the aviators. Oh, oh God. Okay, yeah. no, Ray-Bans. Oh, gosh. Classic no, look. No. Classic look. No. I, I wish, you know, that's something for somebody who's been wearing glasses, like, since the third grade. I just need to get some prescription sunglasses. I don't ever get to wear sunglasses, and it sucks. It sucks. I want to look that cool. You know what I did not like was those sunglasses that change, change? the oh. sun. How about, how about having some parents at like, how about uh, parents that were like, you know what, you, you're wearing tinted glasses all the time for your benefit. Oh man. Isn't that so much better that you don't get bright lights in your eyes? Like, no, I got to walk around with half tinted glasses all the time. (laughs) (laughs) This is like the second grade. Oh man. I look like a forty-year-old uh, Jewish woman. Like, <laughs> like, what am I doing? I, I had hand-me-down. I, I had hand-me-down button-up shirts for my cousin too. That were like had all these oh. like geometric shapes and shit. Like, it was a oh. it was a tough year. Like the the yearbook picture alone didn't really capture it. I looked like Drew Carey uh, in the picture, but like that didn't capture the the misery of, that was yes. that that year in school. Yeah. Well, flat tops and tinted glasses, man. Mm. Golly, that's welcome back, everybody. We have our special guest, Mr. John Martin of Salute to Q. If you haven't checked it out on Facebook, be sure to go check it out. Uh, but we're going to turn it over to him. <laughs> so, John, why don't you just kind of introduce yourself, give a little background on uh, how you got into barbecuing? All right. Uh, what's up, everybody? Uh, like Randy said, name is John Martin. Uh, I run a Facebook group called Salute to Q. Uh, salute to Q on Instagram as well. Uh, I am active duty Air Force. Um, going on 
22 plus years, about to retire next year. For barbecue, uh, I've been in a barbecue a long time. Uh, I really didn't get too serious into it until a few years ago. But uh, growing up, I grew up around competition barbecue. My stepdad was on a competition barbecue team. So I got to see quite a bit of that. Um, Yeah, man, just uh, I started that Facebook group. Obviously, with Salute in the name, it's, you know, I'm in the military. Uh, I originally started that group just because we have a large amount of military people here at Nellis. Uh, So I wanted to create a group where people could post, you know, all things barbecue related. Then it turned into uh, I reached out to several companies uh, because in Vegas, you would think with it being such a large city that we'd have plenty of barbecue stores, you know, and barbecue supplies here. But that's just not the case. So I kind of got tired of the limited um choices that we had in our store. So I started reaching out to these smaller companies that, uh, you know, that I found in these Facebook groups to get their product in the stores. So I started creating relationships, uh, with people such as yourself, um, Kevin and Laura Caldwell with Holy Smoked, um, Dennis Butterworth, Warp Pig Barbecue, um, you know, obviously TD with TD's Burn Barbecue, Zach with Madness Barbecue. So I just started forming all these relationships uh, with these, you know, smaller barbecue companies, um, trying to spread the word about their stuff, um, using the products, posting pictures of the products, posting reviews of the products, um, and then just trying to, you know, let everybody know uh, because there's so many of these companies out there that are not in stores you know, that make quality products. So that's kind of how the whole page started. And then, you know, just people started joining and yeah. So it's taken off very quick. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I'm trying, man. I mean, really the whole point of it is to grow the barbecue community, um, you know, spread the word about companies like like yours. Um, Yeah, and just have fun doing it. In the meantime, I've I've gotten to meet a lot of great people. Um, create a lot of great relationships with people. So it's been fun and I, and I look forward to, um, where it's going to go. So, yeah. Now, since you're on an active military base, how yep. often do you get to, to cook? Is it every day um, you're doing something or? Yeah. Uh, man, really the past few weeks I kind of slowed down, but honestly, I usually am out there uh smoking something at least at least two maybe three times a week uh you know i don't do competition barbecue yet um i'd I'd like to try it but what i like to do is i like to i like to learn and kind of emulate um competition style barbecue and incorporate it in the barbecue that i do here even though it's not quite the same obviously but uh i don't know man it's fun i like learning i like trying it um and then i know you've probably seen you know all the different rubs and sauces that i have i just like trying different combos different flavor profiles seeing what's good what's not what works well with others what doesn't so yeah you got a whole couple of shells full back there from what we can see (laughs) 
Oh, that yeah. Well, that's just <laughs> that's just my uh, my my stream display. I like to have some stuff up there, but yeah, I got uh probably I think it's four or five shelves tall and like four foot wide, and I got that whole thing slap full of rubs and sauces. I got a whole fridge dedicated to open sauces in the in the garage. Um, but I mean, hey. You can't you can't speak on it if you haven't used it or tried it. So yeah. I can't. I think that's I what we try to tell everybody too is you can't until you try it. Don't try to give feedback. Try it. You yep. never know you're, you're not like. Um, yep. I know if you probably bought and stuff that you're like oh, I don't know about this. Uh, you know, out of the uh, bottle you're like, eh. but then you can't came like, okay. Yeah. Maybe something, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, I'd probably say over half the stuff that I have, I've never tried it or never heard about it. But, you know, bought it anyway and see how it was. So I, I've rarely come across a rub or sauce that I just didn't like. Um, I mean, there's some that are better than others. But for the most part, pretty much everything I've tried has been good in one way or another. So Now, is there a one uh, seasoning or maybe a bunch of seasonings that you would recommend to someone uh, getting um, into it? What's that? Like, is there any kind of particular barbecue rubs or seasonings that you would recommend to someone to try? Yeah, um, there's this one company. I think, I think it's called Big Salinas. <laughs> I ain't talking about it. Yeah, I ain't talking about art. Don't have to be art. <laughs> yeah. Nah, man. Um, I use your stuff a lot. I use Mad Moose's stuff a lot. Um, I use, believe it or not, I use uh, I, I use loot and booty stuff. Um, the war pig stuff I use a lot. Um, Holy smoked I use a lot. Um, I use uh, Heath Ryle stuff is good. Um, he makes like a huge selection of rubs, so I use those quite a bit. Uh, I used to use Meat Church quite a bit, but I kind of went away from those because I just found others that I liked uh, better. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think of some of the some of the other ones out there that I got, but no, yeah, for the most part, those are all the ones I use. You use regularly or semi regularly? Yeah, uh, Killer Hog stuff. I use that quite a bit. I kind of like. I kind of rotate through them. What are you uh, What are you cooking on? So I have a Regtech RT700. I have a Regtech Bullseye. Um, I have the offset vertical smoker um, that I just started messing with. And that's, those are pretty much the primary ones. Minus the regular Weber charcoal grill. But. Yeah. So you more of a charcoal <clears throat> guy, pellet, smoke, pellet um, grill? Or? Well, so I used to be, um, you know, offset smoke only. I never even owned a pellet grill until my wife bought me one maybe five years ago. It was just a, one of the cheaper master-built electric smokers that you put the little wood chips in the bottom. Uh, wasn't a real huge fan of that. I mean, it worked okay, but um, yeah, it was always offset before. And then just because of my job and being busy, um, I decided to give the pellet smoker a shot. And I've been pretty impressed with it. Um, just 
because I've smoked on offsets and pellets. So it's pretty, it's pretty comparable. Um, but then you, you factor in the ease and the convenience of it and it be, you know, the, the quality of the food being pretty close. Um, so that's what I use most of the time is my big and my bigger pellet smoker. What kind of pellets are you using? Pecan? Oak? Um, nine at, nah, well, nine out of 10 times, I'm going to use the competition blend. It's just a blend of all the hardwoods. Um, and then sometimes on my smaller one, I'll use apple, depending on what I'm smoking, like pork butts or ribs. I'll use apple, apple pellets. I don't use, I don't really use mesquite that much. Um, I've used pecan before quite a few times. I like it depending on what I'm smoking, but most of the time it's a comp blend. You know, you mentioned that you're, thank you for your service, by the way, you mentioned your active duty air force, um, you know, is it, I was just curious, is there a huge, is there like a very large, uh, barbecue kind of culture within the, the service? Yeah. Yeah, there is. Um, I kind of mentioned before. So when I, when I created salute to Q, that wasn't the original name of the group. It, it was named, um, like Nellis air force base barbecue something or other i don't even remember what it was real specific yeah yeah it was it was real specific Mm -hmm. um and then like two days after i named it i was like well that's stupid because you know people people on facebook are be like what the hell is that so i kind of came up with the salute to q um you know obviously the military theme but uh yeah there's a huge barbecue following here um but there's not there's not a lot of people that, you know, take it that next step, kind of like I did, where I created the page, started reaching out to companies that make products, um, you know, getting the word out, this and that. Um, but yeah, there are a lot of people that barbecue. Pretty much every squadron that you that you visit, they have uh, either you know a big offset grill, Traeger. Um, I know we got a big, we got a trigger at, uh, outside of our office that we use. Um, had a big rec tech at my last, uh, squadron that I was in. So yeah, we'll spend the government's money and get some girls. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we want to hear. Spend all the good stuff. You know. uh, <laughs> it's, yeah. called, it's, it's called morale, morale boosters. Yes. You know? No, yeah. I know where all our taxpayers' money goes. Hey, that's yeah. fine with me. They can have as many grills as they need. Dude, <laughs> we, yeah, we, uh, man, we cook out at work. Uh, I cook out for my guys all the time. So, and yeah, we do fundraising. That the other day. Yeah, um, I started posting more pictures of our guys at work recently. Um, but yeah, we cook out quite a bit, man. Those guys are like. Where are you at, man? You know, when I change to a different ship or something, they're like, oh, we want some ribs or some barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. They want some of Martin's barbecue, huh? Yeah, man. I do. I've cooked, uh, I've done a lot of fundraisers, um, people's going away parties. They'll ask me to cook. Actually, I, I don't know if you remember, remember when I asked you, kind of what your prices were for like the catering oh, piece yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, Cause people were hitting me up 
So there for a little bit, I was, I was smoking barbecue at the house and people were coming and picking up food, um, on the weekends. Um, but it got a little out of control and people were, you know, they were getting too precise on when they wanted, you know, stuff. And I'm like, Hey man, you know, like you either pick it up at this time or I'm not doing it at all. Um, and, and people, people kind of didn't like that. They wanted it when they wanted it, but when you smoke barbecue, that ain't how it works. So it's done when it's done. It's done when it's done. Yep. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it was a good, it was a good, ex- yeah, not, nah, but it was a good experience though. Um, you know, just hearing people's reactions, um, out of all the people that bought barbecue for me, whether it was brisket, pulled pork ribs, um, I did chickens. I had one, I had one lady tell me that my pork butt was dry and then I wanted to fight because I know it wasn't. <laughs> so then I learned real quick, man, like, I don't know if I could make it in the, like in the food industry because I don't take negative feedback real well. <laughs> so, Yeah, we've gotten that a time or two where someone's like, ah, the brisket's kind of, you know. Yeah. It's kind of one of those things you just kind of brush it off and you got, you know, if you turn in a, you know, a good piece of meat or good size, whatever the case may be, um, you just got to roll with the punch and say what. Absolutely. And I think people don't really, it's like, I mean, that's why barbecue is so expensive, right? Because it's all the hours put into it, all the love, all the sweat. There's a lot that goes into it. You know what I mean? So. It's totally yep. understandable, you know, when you guys are, are prideful about your product and if you get some negative feedback, maybe it definitely hits you in the feels a little bit for sure. Yep. And especially right now with the meat prices, I don't know about over there in Vegas, but over here it's still $4 a pound for a brisket and that's just for, you know, the choice or selected. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. talking uh, about prime brisket. Yeah, I mean, baby backs are like 25 bucks. Um, even spare ribs are 18, you know, almost 20 bucks briskets, not even prime briskets, choice briskets. You're still paying 60 bucks, 50, 60 bucks. Um, so yeah, pork butts, you know, I used to get eight, nine, 10 pound pork butts for, you know, 13, 14, $15. Now they're like 25 bucks. Um, so yeah. That's crazy, man. You know, we've yeah. actually been had the opportunity to talk to a couple of, uh, you know, different people from around the country. You know, we've talked to, to people in, in colder climates and, and talked about the battle of trying to cook in those conditions. I mean, Vegas is one of the hottest places on the planet. Like, do you have to bat the <laughs> yeah. elements when you're out there, you know, with your with your smoker and your grill, you're doing all that stuff? Do you have to battle the elements a little, like battling the heat? Yeah, you do. Um, you're right about that. Um, because before you even turn your grill on, it's already a hundred some degrees in there. So, um, you know, you could light a small, a small split and just, you know, that would be considered like cold smoke and something. You wouldn't even have to, you know, light some lump or, or charcoal. You just get some smoke going or whatever and uh, cold smoke something. But yeah, I ha- I really have to. I'm lucky because the way my house sits the sun rises in where in my backyard 
So usually by the time I'm cooking and I have a car or uh, not a carport, but a uh, patio over the top of my uh, back porch. So it's not too bad for me. But when I when I lived uh, when I lived off base before I sold my house, I didn't have a cover at all. So the 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 grills and the smokers were in the direct sunlight. So I don't know about every brand smoker, but the Regtex, I had to turn my feed rate way down because otherwise it would stay, you know, 50, 100 degrees over uh, whatever you're trying to run it at. So, but for offset, it's a little bit better because you don't have to burn as much wood to keep, you know, the, the temp steady. So, um, so I guess that's, that part's good. And it doesn't rain here, but like three days a week or a year. Wow. So, yeah. you know, you're, yeah. So, you know, you don't have to worry about moisture in your pellet grill or, you know, something raining on your, your offset and having to, you know, keep up with the temp and all that. So I guess that part about it's good. You don't have to worry about the wood being. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. It's going to be super dry, super seasoned. Oh yeah. You, you don't have to dry it out at all or, or prime it on top of the box. You can just throw it right in there. It's, <laughs> it's ready to go. I still, have to, I still have to do that because, you know, here lately, the rain's been bad and the wood just, you think it's dry, but when you got to put it in, you just hear the sizzle of the water. Damn it. Yeah. Yep. That's going to ruin the bark for a little bit. Yep. You just kind of got to learn how to roll with it and throw an extra piece of wood in there sometimes. So what's your favorite type of meat to cook? You had to pick one, what would it be? Uh, it's gonna be pork ribs. Can't go wrong. If I with that. if I'm if I'm only left with, <laughs> if I'm only left with one meat, it's gonna be ribs. <laughs> and if I and if I was left with two, then it'd be beef ribs after that. So oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ribs, ribs, and ribs, ribs, ribs. Hey, you can't go wrong with that. It's all right. Beef ribs. What's your pork least ribs? favorite meat to cook? Oh. Uh, Probably whole chickens. I don't know why. I just I just don't like doing them. Chickens and turkeys. Mm. Yeah, turkeys are kind of they're hard to to cook. Yeah. Kind of well, <laughs> well, because one I spatchcock all my chickens, so you know that's kind of a chore in itself to get ready. But uh, I don't know. We I just don't like doing chickens that much. I guess so. Chicken thighs, though. I'll do those all day. <laughs> chicken thighs or chicken legs? Chicken thighs for sure. Uh, yeah. yeah. Now, you cooked on a Rectech and a Traeger. If you had to recommend one to somebody, would it be a Rectech or would it be the, the Traeger? They're pretty close, but I'll... Well, I'm going to say Rectech, not because I own one. Now I have a lot of experience on both and we have at work, I think we have the Timberline 1300, which is a pretty decent one. Um, but I say the Rectech because it's built sturdier. It's more industrial, uh, it's thicker material. Uh, I haven't dealt with Traeger's customer service, but customer service for Rectech has been hands down amazing. Like I've had to have, my uh, controller replaced because because of the sun, it cracked the screen. It still worked, but I couldn't read the temperature, um, except from the app on the phone. But uh, 
And that's how hot it gets them. out in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> that's how yeah. hot that shit gets out in Vegas. <laughs> I, went to, I went to wipe the screen with a paper towel and it just shattered. So, wow. um, <laughs> but anyway, I emailed them. I sent them a pic of it. The next morning, I had an email with the shipping confirmation with a new one on its way out. Um, nice. So, Hell and yeah. just in my experience, yeah. So, just in, in my experience with the two, that's why I would go with the RegTech. Um, because you're going to spend about the same amount for the, for the size grill between the two, <clears throat> but the Traeger just isn't built as, as, uh, as well as a rec tech. I mean, if you use both of them, you, you would tell right away. So, but the Traeger puts out pretty decent food. Um, they have some, uh, my, my my RT seven hundred has a forty pound hopper, where the equivalent Traeger size only has a twenty pound hopper. And I cook a lot of food overnight, so I don't want to run out of pellets for it. Yeah, so that's him woken up early. Yeah, so that that part is that part's important to me. So, and is and that is that to beat the, the heat though? Too. Is that why you cook? You like to cook overnight? Is that is that a way to get out of the sun? Um. No, I, I like to cook overnight because mostly, you know, briskets or pork butts, um, I'll put them on, you know, eight o'clock at night, nine o'clock at night. And then usually when I get up, you know, five, six in the morning, they're, they're either in the stall still or just right out of it. Um, so if it's, I do it because I can plan exactly when I want the meat done, if I need it done. So if people hit, you know, people are wanting meat, um, you know, for 12, one o'clock for, for lunches or going away parties or whatever, then I know I can wrap it at a certain time and allow it to have a, about a two hour rest and be done at that time. Nice. So that's, that's typically why I'll throw them on, you know, like that at night. So. <clears throat> See, but he should start charging. You should start charging more because you said you're about to leave. So when you leave, who's going to do all the cooking for all these people? So you need to start charging yeah, I don't know. more. <laughs> yeah, the supply um, and demand. You're about to leave, so the demand for it is, uh, hey, you want it? You're going to have to get it while it lasts. <laughs> well, people that don't smoke barbecue all the time, and Randy, you, I'm sure you can you can attest to this. I mean, once you do it all the time, you get your routine down and you know how to do it. And you know how long it takes typically, but it's a lot of damn work that goes into that. Um, and if you're like me, you know, you, you want it coming out right because people are going to be eating it. Um, but people just don't want to put the time and effort into doing it. So I think that's the difference between, you know, some people like I could tell, I could tell you if you've never cooked a pork butter or a brisket, I can tell you how to do it, lay out the directions and you could probably get it pretty close, but it's people that have the passion for it and do it all the time, you know, that, that are willing to do it. And there's just not a lot of people that I've found that I work with or around that just like to do it. Um, so people can enjoy it. I just like to do yeah. it. So I don't mind doing it. You know what I mean? Um, you know, so pe that's why people will always come to me and be like, Hey man, you feel like doing, you know, eight pork butts for us. Cause you know, we want to sell sandwiches and raise money. Like, yeah, man, what time you need them? I'll do it. And, um, you know, but they don't, they don't know the prep it takes to trim eight pork butts and, you know, <laughs> rub them down and, 
I mean, it, you know, it's 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 a chore, but uh, yeah. but I enjoy I enjoy doing all this stuff. So yeah, it's a lot of hard work that goes into it. A lot of people where they mess up is they don't uh, they quit too easy. Let's say that. Yeah, uh, they're looking for the know, easy way out. Yeah. So, like, say yeah. you're cooking a brisket. Your brisket may be, you know, bad compared to, you know, Joe Snow down the street, you know, who's a competition cook or, you know, he caters, whatever the case may be. Well, you don't realize this. He may have been cooking it for 10, 15, 20 years versus you're just now starting. Yeah. And it's going to take time. You're not going to cook a perfect brisket from day one to day 1,000. It's going to take, you got to keep practicing it. small things, getting better at the trimming. Getting better on, you know, the slicing at the end, temperature-wise, color-wise, yep. you know, everything that goes into it, you got to get better each step to finish the, you know, to reach your end goal. Yep. And every every time, I know for me, I try to learn something and do it a little bit better the next time. So, yeah, I mean, there's, like, now when I do a brisket, I look back on some of the first things I've done, I'm like, what the hell did I do that for? <laughs> that was stupid. Um, but yeah, and plus people aren't willing to spend the money, you know, to get it down either. Yeah. Um, whereas if I make a brisket and it doesn't come out so great, I'm going to turn it into something that I can eat, you know, regardless. But, uh, but yeah, it is, it is. Put it on some buns, coleslaw, yeah. mac and cheese, whatever you can. If you if you ruin a brisket, all you got to do is just chop it up, man. I was gonna say that's chopped, right? That's just chopped <laughs> yeah. brisket. Chop it up. So, <laughs> so yeah, I laugh when I hear people. They're like, "Yeah, like I, I love chopped brisket," and like that's probably because you messed it up. Maybe not, but uh, I do <laughs> chop up. Le- I do chop up leftovers though. Sometimes you know, brisket tacos, nachos. Hell yeah, that sounds great. Um, I've done brisket fried rice, so yeah. Ooh. Wow. Fried rice. That sounds awesome. Yep. <laughs> with with the with the burn ends chopped up. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, you keep posting all the pictures. <laughs> you may just get a knock on the door and be like, wait, what the hell are you doing? I'm gonna eat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm looking at him now. But he makes a good point because we talked to uh what is it, the barbecue broker from the Pet Life Barbecue Podcast. And he said it took him a couple years to really get it to where people would eat his barbecue because he just said he made awful barbecue so that's the thing i think people don't realize is it's it takes a skill you have to practice you have to really master that craft and and like i always say you have to cook it with love and passion uh or else you know you're gonna you're gonna feed somebody especially when you're cooking for uh, our armed forces and you're cooking for your federal uh veterans and your fellow military people you want it to Mm -hmm. be awesome and you want your name to stand by it so um you know, that adds the pressure. So certainly, yeah, I mean, you're not going to find just anybody to go and, hey, cook me eight pork butts that have never done anything. Yeah. Worth it for, you're not going to raise that much money, I wouldn't think. Yep. Yeah, uh, you you bring up a good point, uh, Randy. You said, you said something about, you know, posting the pictures. So pretty much that's that's all my Instagram is. But to me, I find enjoyment and if I'm using your product, right, and I make some ribs, I'm going to put that picture out there with your product pictured in it because I, I want people to see. I mean, obviously, they can't taste it because it's a picture. But if you put a quality picture out there, 
I want I want it to be something that whoever's brand I'm using is proud of. You know, if that makes sense. No, yeah. Like I like I'm trying to do your brand justice. So sometimes they say what pictures worth a thousand words. You know, that's the quote. Tastes good, but I also want it to look good. And I want to represent whoever's brand I'm using well. So that's why I like posting the pictures because and you know, and tagging the the brand of whoever's stuff I'm using. Yeah, I like to try the same thing because I mean, you never know. Um, you know, like if you're using mine or using Holy Smoke or War Pig or whoever it is, uh, Amp, you know, whatever yep. seasoning sauces, whatever you're using, you never know who's going to see it. Yeah, you just may be just posting it just for the fun. You know, look what I cooked up tonight, whatever the case may be. But guess what? That one person only takes one person to say, you know what? Let me try that rub. Let me try that sauce. Let me try cooking that. Yep. You never know. And and to me, it also ties in to the relationships that I have with the people that own that product, right? Um, you know, I don't I don't want I don't want to post bad quality stuff and you, you know, you're like like damn man, stop using my <laughs> stop using my <laughs> product cuz your food looks like crap. <laughs> but uh but, you know, I, I want to put out good food for you, even though, you know, I'm not getting paid for it or whatever. But um, I want to represent you well. I want people to see it because, you know, when you do see a good quality picture, you're like, damn, that looks good. Oh, he used Big Salinas. Like, shit, I'm, I'm going to try that. And I've had a lot of people message me. I have people ask me at work all the time. Hey, man, what what uh you know, what rubs or, you know, if I'm looking like a, for a variety pack, like who makes something um you know that i can order that's going to cover all my needs and um just by cooking with everybody's stuff i i can spit out suggestions um no problem like oh okay you like spicy stuff well you need to look at this guy's stuff or you know you like sweet stuff then hey check this stuff out so yeah and that's what makes it the difference between someone who's just cooking and someone who's you know, actively promoting stuff uh, is getting in there, trying everybody's stuff and seeing it. And that's what I enjoy everybody kicking it. Because, you know, even if they're a brand ambassador for us, um, I'll tell them, you know, go cook with everybody else's stuff. You know, use their sauce, use their rubs. I don't care what you use because, you know, what, yeah. at the end of the day, if you're coming back to me and using my stuff or trying 10, 20 different people's stuff, then that means you prefer mine over those 10 or 20. Yeah, you can actually give someone personal feedback and say, "Well, you know, I've cooked with this one. You know, it's good, but you know, I like this one better, or I like that one better. This one's got a bit more pepper, you know, less salt, yep. whatever the case may be. That's what makes you know a brand special, in my opinion." But I was on uh, on uh, Lepre or the hot seat last week with Leprechaun, and. He asked me a really good question. He said, does it ever feel like you're cheating on the other people? And I said, I never put it into words like that, but that is exactly <laughs> how it feels when, <laughs> when I post pictures of somebody's product. I'm like, man, I hope, I hope so-and-so and so-and-so don't see that and be like, oh, that's cool. He's not using my stuff. So I, uh, I do feel bad sometimes. That's why I, I try to rotate through my products. Um, yeah. You know, because even though people aren't, um, 
you know, I'm not getting paid to use this stuff. Um, you know, some people have given me discounts to buy the stuff, but I buy everything that I have. And, uh, you know, I just, I don't know. Just trying to do them proud. So. Yeah. yeah they're not cheating. I mean, I don't think nobody has a issue with it. I know there was a kind of little bit of drama there with when you post someone post a little picture of their product by a plane, you know, actually, uh, those were like, I was trying to do that for a test just to see how they'd come out. But I, I like, I'm glad you said that. I, I actually, there's a lot of stuff that I have the luxury of being able to have access to and take pictures like that. So I have a lot of good ideas, um, you know, but yeah, nobody even asked me to do that. I just thought of it and thought it would be a cool picture, you know, and took it and then say, Hey man, like, what do you think about this? Obviously the person you're talking about liked it, but, uh, but yeah, so I, I have plans on doing more stuff like that. Um, like I said, I have access to, you know, a lot of airplanes, bombs, you know, just a lot of cool stuff that, that can be in pictures. So be some good some good pictures coming soon i would assume once you get time yes. yeah um yeah there there's some people that have sent me uh there's one guy here in vegas he sent me a shirt um i still owe him a picture i feel bad because i haven't gotten it for him yet but <clears throat> i'm gonna do i'm gonna do a cool picture and shout him out on instagram for him um so but yeah i got i got some more pics coming up I just hadn't had time recently to get out there and take them. So, well, football season's right around the corner. Are you excited to do some tailgating out there at the new stadium? I know there hasn't been fans in the stadium last season. This season, we're back. So, is that something that yep. you have in the works? Um, I'm hoping. I would love to get over. I've been by that stadium. I drive by there quite a bit. Um, super nice. Haven't been inside yet, but uh. I'm hoping, you know, because they, they tend to hook the military up from time to time, um, you know, let them, let them come hold the flag before the game and kind of stand on the side. So I'd love to do something like that. But, Hell yeah. yeah, but, yeah, tailgating, um, you didn't ask me, but I'll just tell you, I'm not really an NFL fan. I'm from Alabama. Okay. So I'm so I'm a I'm a huge so I'm a huge you get all the hardware. You don't have to be an NFL fan. I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm a huge uh Alabama Crimson Tide fan. But uh when college football season's on, yeah, I don't that grill don't stop. So just the just the just the weather, you know, hanging out with the friends. So yeah, I I love it. Well in that case, I hate to I have to break your heart there, but you know, we coming for you. We coming for the SEC, baby. <laughs> coming to get whooped. Ain't no matter. Yeah. We, we still coming, but you know what's so funny is because uh, <laughs> A and M, they didn't want us in there. They wanted to be the only school, but lo and behold, you know, hopefully yeah. next year we'll, we'll be both there. So I think it'll be uh, uh, probably be so. might be a few years before y'all make it in there, but. Uh, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care if y'all join or not. So <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, they're all about the money, man. It, that's all that is. That's all, all it money. is. That's it. You mean with college football players getting paid? You know, yeah. Alabama's they got their quarterback getting paid million dollars already. Haven't even touched the field yet. 
You know, I know. Imagine what the payday is going to be for these kids when Texas and Oklahoma get in there. You know, I, not to go on a football topic, but uh, I, I wasn't a huge fan of hearing about that. I mean, but I'm not a college athlete. I don't know, you know, what they go through and. But I know teams that play for, you know, players that play for teams like Texas, Alabama, Ohio State, you know, these big-time schools. I mean, I've seen their facilities, and, yeah, they, they're not hurting for, for food and amenities and all that. Now they're about to start getting paid. So we'll see how it affects it, but I don't know. Yeah. Seems seems a little uh, – hopefully, hopefully it doesn't, doesn't affect the game. Yeah, yeah, that's all I was going to say. Hopefully it doesn't ruin, you know, the passion because that's why I'm a huge college fan – as well because you know the nfl players are playing for money entertainment you know these college players they're playing their hearts out you know to make it to the nfl so now that they're about to start getting paid uh, i hope it doesn't uh i hope it doesn't ruin the game so we'll see we'll see hopefully it doesn't yeah i'll agree there but, we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. You had that guy from uh, South Lake Carroll skipped his senior season to enroll at Ohio State so he could start making money. Uh, so that may be what you start to see here uh, with it. So we will we'll see. Only time will tell. Yep. That's right. Yep. Oh. And then we're going to dive in on one more topic. I know you got a you're producing a podcast. Uh, called Mad Moose and TV Show. Uh, how did you get roped into that? Was it your idea? Did it come to you? Uh, I, I think I kind of wrote myself into it. <laughs> um, so, you know, I've known those two for a year and a half, roughly, um, ever since I started using their products. And like I mentioned earlier, just kind of create a relationship with them. Um <clears throat> But I, I started watching their show, and then, you know, as we as we talked more and more, you know, texting and all that, um, you know, I said, "Hey, man, it'd be it'd be cool if you guys, you know, like through some 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 sound effects in there, it'd be cool, or you know, if you had somebody that would, I think I think one of them mentioned, you know, trying to watch the chat and then do the show at the same time." So I kind of made some suggestions like, uh, you know, well, I could I could put the chat up there for you or, um, you know, I just kind of offered. And then they were awesome, uh, awesome enough to let me uh, jump in there and help them. And then I was like, well, I don't know how to do the sound effects and all that, but I'll learn. So started watching YouTube videos and figured out how to download digital soundboards and, you know, I mean, I'm not great at it, getting better, but uh, <laughs> but uh, but it's fun, man. So they're like, "Hey, if you want to do it, um, you know, get in there and do it, and then we'll see how it goes." And uh, I think it's I think it's worked out pretty good. And then, you know, now they've been I'm lucky enough they they started letting me reach out and uh, ask people to be on the show. So um, I've gotten to talk to you know some really cool people and create relationships that way. Um, but it's it's their show. Uh, I'm just in the background. Um, they do a good job with with hosting it and running it and having a good time. I think um, so. I'm just I'm just there in the background, having fun myself, drinking beer, taking shots. <laughs> you just you just can't see me, and uh, you know, kind of running some stuff from the background. But yeah, it's a good little show. Um, 
What days is it on? What day it comes it? on. It comes on every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Um, Pacific Standard Time, so West Coast time. And uh, yeah, different guests on every week. And then it's pretty much the same thing. Um, we bring somebody on there, let them promote themselves, plug themselves, you know, ask them, um, you know, like when you were on the show, how your barbecue journey started. Yep. Um, you know, and then they do uh, the game show piece, which is, you know, kind of break it up a little bit. So it's just not all barbecue, um, but they do the game show piece, um, take shots when they get donations. Um, you know, usually do like a brewery shout out for whatever beer they're drinking for the show. And uh, yeah, just cut up, have a good time, talk barbecue. And I mean, I don't know who doesn't like to do that. So. Yeah. And then, of course, you can ask those hard hitting questions, you know. Not to give stuff away, but you just got to tune in. There are some <laughs> yeah. fun questions in there to start some drama, uh, especially yeah. when you answer wrong for Moose. I can tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> we uh, we got some we got some cool ideas for future shows. So, um, I know you've seen the show and you've been on the show. So, if you tune in, you know, over the next couple of weeks, you'll start to see some some cool stuff that I'm gonna add. Um, okay. You know, that's for the guests. Um, you know, putting pictures up and such of, of their products and just, you know, while people are watching, because that's the ultimate goal is, you know, whoever we have on, you know, w we want to promote them as, as best we can. And that's what's cool about those guys, because even though they both own products, just like you do, um, you know, there's plenty to go around. I know they talked about it with you when you were on the show, um, but it's just all about that network helping each other in the barbecue community grow um, and just being, just being positive about the whole thing. So it's a fun time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They are for sure about helping other people out. Uh, I know they bought some of our products. Um, yeah. TD's, I'm working with TD right now to get uh, our rubs uh, manufactured by him. So here's yep. totally, he'll be the one making those, um, you know, big things are coming for all of us. I know he's getting into, United and Market Street and all that, you know, both of them are, are killing them. I'm just trying to catch up to them. That's all we're trying to do. Yeah, TD. To yeah, TD. He's a he's a grinder for sure, man. He's uh, but he's he's all about you know getting out there, talking to the people. Um, but yeah, he's a co-packer for quite a quite a few companies. So I don't know um who all they are, but uh, I know he he does uh mad moose and stuff as well so ah but uh just to reiterate what chris said like i said thanks for your service and all uh that y'all do keeping us safe letting us have this show and going out to um different barbecue events we couldn't do it without uh all you men and women that keep us safe doing that so uh big thanks to you yeah you're welcome my pleasure that's all chris? i guess no, yeah, I mean, I don't want to steal your thunder, and that's a question. You know, you know, hopefully, you didn't ask yet, but because um, I stepped away for a second. But uh, you know, one thing that they like to do is just give you an opportunity to thank everybody. Where do you that? No, well, you can go for it. Uh, God, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So yeah, okay, something they love to do is just give you guys a platform and an opportunity <laughs> to thank everybody who uh, you'd like to to put out there and just thank for um, you know supporting you and your your barbecue endeavors if you will oh yeah for sure well thank all of you for uh asking me to be on the show first of all 
Um, I don't really consider myself, you know, a, a big uh, social media star or any of that stuff. I just, just a guy in the military and somebody who loves barbecue and somebody that loves to support, you know, all these small businesses out there and, and help get their word out. So to all the people, um, Randy included, you know, that have given me the opportunity to test their products or try their products um, in one way or another, I, I appreciate all of them. Yeah, certainly. And again, uh, thank you for coming on, John. I mean, last minute, like we talked today, last minute, but uh, certainly again, just like them, thank you for your service. Um, yep, you're welcome. Yeah, I mean, we had the reason why I wanted John here is not because, you know, you're a big social media star, big, you know, whatever, but just to kind of bring it back to veterans and backyard barbecues to show, hey, you know what, we're all here together. Let's all learn from each other and let's all grow together. Yeah, uh, so absolutely. certainly. Um, any other military, if you have any kind of questions, check out Salute to Q. We're all on there. Um, Want to answer your questions? Uh, if John can't answer your question, reach out to me or he'll reach out to me for you or whoever to kind of point you in the right direction and give you those tips that you need. Yep. Yep, for sure. Certainly, again, thank you for coming on, man. Uh, be sure to check out their podcast, Mad Moose and TD's Barbecue Show, uh, every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Pacific time. It's 10 o'clock here, Central Time. Yeah. I stay up late yeah. for an hour to watch it. It is kind of cool. And like I said, you're going to get some good laughs. Uh, you're going to see some of, those, some of those questions that you're going to why the ask this question. This is not barbecue related, <laughs> but you know what? Those yeah. are the fun questions. Yep. Yeah, no, I appreciate it again. Thank you. No problem, man. And when we come back, we'll finish the episode. Um, so stay tuned. Blow the whistle! Blow the whistle! Blow the whistle! We like to party. You're listening to A Good Day for Football with Chris Bustos, Nathan Bedard, David Kroboff, and Troy Warren. Alfonso known as a guy who falls in the bathtub and bites in the bubbles. Hi, I'm Andrew Luck. I like both. Let's go out here! Oh! Hey! Oh! Dominate! Let's get Pelly! Oh! Touchdown! All right, what a segment right there. What a thing. We had John Martin from Salute to Q, active military air force. Uh, so big shout out to him. And like I said, all the men and women that keep us safe. We couldn't do this without them uh, keeping us safe, giving us that chance, uh, regardless of how you feel. Um, they, they keep us safe. So uh, big thanks to him for coming on. It was kind of last minute and, and just dropping a lot of knowledge on us as well. It's just your typical backyard cook from there. So um, what did you think of it, Randy? What were your overall thoughts? I mean, it's a fun, it was a fun interview. You know, good to um, chat with him as always, you know, talk about barbecue, um, how he, Yes, 
started, and those are the kind of journeys that we like to hear. It's how people got started. We want to hear your stories. Uh, let us know your stories as well. Like I said, check out his um, page, Salute to Q, uh, on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, and then check out their podcast. You can, it's available on YouTube. You can check them out on Facebook, in the page as well. Um, every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Central Time, uh, 11 p.m. Eastern Time, if you're in that time zone. Uh, any other time zones <laughs> I can I can help you. <laughs> Just add an hour yeah. for Eastern and subtract two hours for over there in California. What is a Pacific time? So, uh, well, it's a good thing there. But uh, before we get into some things here, and I have a, a confession to make it, and uh, this will be for Chris. Uh, but let's. I have a question that somebody wanted to ask. It was Aaron Purser uh, asked. Uh, what is, how can he get a perfect bark every time on a brisket? What are some of the best methods um, that you would have for him? Or for anybody looking to just get that good bark on that brisket? Uh, I mean, kind of what I iterated in the beginning in that last segment is it all starts with the trick. Um, when you look at a brisket, you have to think of it kind of like a car, right? And it's going to get off topic here for a second. <laughs> so when you look at a car, it's aerodynamic, right? From front to the end, left to right. So when the wind hits, it's going to go over, down. It's going to get every single part of it to make it, you know, move quickly. Make sure, you know, um, so that's the same thing you want with the brisket. The brisket is laying here. You want it to lay completely fat, flat, and you want the smoke to come in roll over and come down. You don't want it to go over because it's not, it's going to miss some of that part. So even you can get that brisket from left to right, front to back, the better your cook is going to be. Um, not just bark wise, but cook time as well. Um, so when you do it, the way I do it, um, you don't need a binder. Um, you can use the binder if you want. There's nothing wrong with it. Mustard, People right now on TikTok using uh, mayonnaise. Uh, you can use canola oil. Whatever you want to use as binder, you can. You want to go Tabasco sauce, go Tabasco sauce, whatever. Uh, but if you want to, go for it. But you don't have to. Salt, pepper, you can use the, our noble rubs, what, we, what I use. Um, and you just want to let that soak in for a little bit so that way it builds the moisture up. So as the brisket is sitting on the counter, the moisture from the brisket is going to draw up and soak into the meat to help you get that better part. Um, it doesn't have to be black like you see in all these restaurants. They're using a whole lot of salt and pepper to get that black bark. I'm just looking for that deep red mahogany color to black when I go to wrap. Um, you don't have to spritz it. I spritz it with either water or apple juice. You can use duck fat, butter spray, whatever you can. It's just learning it. Like I said, it's all about getting the brisket aerodynamic. The better you can get your smoke, the better it's going to be for you, to be honest, um, as well. So look for that clear, thin blue smoke and not that, you know, dark gray smoke. You know, I know Junior Cena, Chris has seen it when you drive by those big chains and, you know, you see those big puffs of smoke coming out of the snacks. You don't you don't want to be able to see the smoke. You want to be able to smell it, 
and yeah. know there's barbecue coming. Yeah, I, y'all be so proud of me. I actually had some barbecue for once. I, you know, I don't uh-huh. really go to the spots. <laughs> I went to Hutchinson's or Hutchinson. Is that right? Hutchinson's. Hutchinson. Hutchinson. Yes, yes, yes. I went to there, and I had uh, I had some bris- brisket. I had some turkey. It was good stuff. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. you do got some good barbecue. Just not getting on the right day. Same you thing with everybody. Right you gotta you got you gotta get it on the right day. For if sure. you have one bad experience, try it again. You know that's the way I look at it. If you get two bad experiences, then yeah whatever and and that goes back to the sauce too as well like we've talked to people we have friends like Derek and stuff that we talk to and he always says try it twice um and, and that's that's a good thing on it um great yeah, they had a tangy sauce on the table that didn't have a tangy they, they have a sauce mm-hmm. that they go with it. i like the tangy sauce on the table better than the regular sauce but i don't know yeah. maybe i'm different it, it's good food i mean it's definitely good um yep. hutchins is definitely good and worth it so uh, and it is like Randy's completely right. You go somewhere and it's not good. Go again on a different day, um, and then try it again. Give them a shot uh, for sure, um, and and you'll be uh, you'll be surprised with it. So and like anything, uh, just give it a shot. Give our sauce a shot. Get, try it twice. If you don't like it after that, hey, let us know why you don't like it, and let us know what we can improve on, and we'll go from there. But some great tips right there for. Uh, Mr. Persher, hopefully he's able to f- get that going, and it's going to take practice. That's the one thing. Yeah. You're going to do it once, and then you'll say, okay, I need to improve in this area and this area. So don't hesitate to shoot some pictures in there. I think the pictures were coming in um, from another from, group that we were in, the uh, Texas. Yeah, Texas Brew and Barbecue. You can see it right there. Yeah, send us some pictures Texas saying, Brew. hey, this is yeah. – uh, Texas uh, Brew and Q Junkies. Q junkies. Yep. Uh, send us pictures uh, and let us know. Say, hey, or send us a, put a video. This is what I did. What did I do? And you got a number of different people. You got thousands of people that'll jump on there, help you out, and you'll be a, you'll be a, a professional. You'll be a, a master at it before you know it. So uh, just stick with it and uh, do it. And of course, when you're out there cooking right now, stay cool because it's it's hot, it's hot. Uh, for yeah. sure. But Cool. So, uh, and then great thing about the smoke as well, because I, we drove by, I drove by Hard Eight. We used to drive by Hard Eight in the morning when we used to go to uh, up to work, uh, and you could see the smoke coming from there. That's that's not what you want to see. Barbecue is smoke. It's better to be smelt than not seen. If you can see it, something's wrong. Uh, and we've heard stories where <laughs> that smoke will get so hot, and that means your, your pit's getting hot. So definitely uh, be careful with that. Yeah. Um, but I do have a confession. A couple weeks ago, I ordered, because Chris kept talking about it, I ordered Domino's Thin Crust Pizza <laughs> one night. I have to admit, I did miss it. It was pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Hey. I, will, I will go back. I will give you your due. I will follow the sword and admit that I was wrong and say that it was pretty good. Uh, it was like it, it was good. I just... I understand why I don't like thin crust now because I got like a medium or a large, I forget what size and just kept eating it, watching TV. And next right. Thing, it was know, gone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh crap. I ate a whole ass pizza. <laughs> I ate way too much um, is there. So we'll see. Like I said, it's uh, it was good. It was worth it. So give it a shot. So to you and Johnny Mags, it said it was, it was the best. Um, give you your due. I'll give you your credit. But uh 
for sure. Uh, this past weekend, though, um, just to give you an idea, I pulled it up here. I was at, we were in Austin. We didn't get any barbecue. I wanted some barbecue, but we didn't get barbecue. We were actually taking out the Rangers AAA team, the Round Rock Express. They have some quite a bit. I forgot Delano the Shield was even on the team. I'm not even going to lie. Wow, he's still with us. Um, he's still there. He's down there. That's where he's at. Wow. Um, and, and it was kind of crazy because I was like, this guy kind of was – he had some fly balls. I was like, these are routine. You're not going to – no. Uh, but I was checking out, and then they Texas Rangers posted that the catcher, um, Pozo out there, the catcher, was doing good. So we got a chance to check out the, the up-and-coming, and there was a lot of talent there. Uh, I think Nick Solak, I've seen him up in the – Yeah, oh, yeah. Before. Nick Solak's great. Uh, and then we had uh, the he, draft he had as well. Run, so yeah. how cool is that? Check out them or Frisco. I think we got we're we're a couple years away for we got sure. Yeah, kid, uh, right? In the draft. Yeah, I think so. Yep. He signed, so uh he'll be a couple years. Like I said, I think it's gonna be three, four years, maybe even hopefully not that long. But I mean you never know before we're I think we're competitive uh from a baseball standpoint and, and going from there. So uh, I don't even want to get into the NBA because of you know who's getting everybody. Uh, I was looking at it. Facebook thing. This is Jordan was coming out of retirement to sign with the Lakers. So um, that's a little mean there. But football is on the way. Randy mentioned it earlier. Randy, what are your true thoughts? Texas, Oklahoma joining the SEC. Are you going to start to chant now at the games? Do you do the so, chant now? <laughs> well, oh, the SEC? SEC. You're going to start to chant. I think it's going to happen within two to three years. I think the Big 12 is going to dissolve quicker, and they will be over there before the tw- uh, 2025. Well, from what I've heard is the SEC is pushing for next year. Um, the Big 12 is talking with the Pac-12 to get them to combine for next year as well. Um, and then Longhorn Network, Whatever reason, supposedly has put it out there that they will pay the fine from for Texas and Oklahoma to leave a year years early to go to that. Wow, it's all about and that's like seventy money. million dollars a piece. You're talking about one hundred forty million dollars a piece. I mean, total to go to it. But the amount of money they're going to all make is look at be the out of this world. Look at the amount of money we looked it up the year we went to the game. We went to Oak, Texas, Oklahoma State. Still spent about 85, 90 bucks a ticket for way up there that we sat. I mean, we were, we could change the light bulbs. That's how high we sat. Uh, but we looked for it for the LSU game and they were going, they sold out like that. So you had to buy Scalper. You had to go to SeatGeek and all these other places. And it was going for uh, $200 a ticket. So you imagine Alabama. Coming down here, LSU again, one of those big old rival games down there. Um, but they're still going to keep Texas OU and Cotton Bowl, right? I mean, they got to keep some kind. Yeah, they're what they're, from what they're saying is it'll be you'll see Texas versus OU still. You'll you'll get back the game that we've all been wanting. And they've been running from it. Texas A and M versus Texas. You're going to see that game. You're still going to see, you know, Alabama, Auburn, uh, Georgia, Florida. You're going to still see all of those rivalry games. You're just going to see renewed ones. 
Once See, you even have a team Florida so coming. Long. Florida, Texas. Oh, man. I'm telling you. It's... I'm excited for it. I think it's just the matchups that you never thought you would see, you're going to see. Now, I read an article the other day said Clemson and Florida State were trying to join, and SEC said, eh, we're good. They said there's one other team they want, but then they would have to add somebody to make it an even number, and that's being Notre Dame. Because Notre Dame brings TV viewers, TV money. What would be your thoughts, Chris, on your team, your school, joining the SEC? That you lose? They don't want the smoke. He don't want want it. Smoke. He don't want it. I think he's he stepped away. But uh, we'll get back to him. But like you said, Notre Dame joining it. I mean, that's that's amazing. Yeah. I was hoping Florida State would join just so we could see Texas Florida State at some point. Yeah, and, the one uh, game we're gonna we are gonna miss <laughs> uh, will be that Texas versus Texas Tech. But see, I don't think you're not gonna miss you're you when when Texas in in my opinion we miss it because of the trash talking between our families. But Texas, I think when you play. Kansas, Kansas State, you play these smaller schools, Iowa State. Now, granted, they play decent. You lose that money um, as far as ticket sales go down. Oklahoma State, the ticket sales were lower. Um, Texas Tech was always a rivalry, but Texas generally won those games. Um, it hurts those schools, the TCUs, the Texas, and those schools that have to stay yeah. are now going to be take a hit. And joining the Pac-12, I don't like that idea. I mean, because then all of a sudden you have Texas Tech here at Central. What happens when you play USC and you're not playing until 8 or 9 o'clock Central time uh, for a 7 o'clock Pacific time kickoff? Um, I'd rather see them join the ACC just for, uh, I think it would be better geographical. But uh, we'll see. I would love that. So that way Notre Dame can beat them. You know, because Notre Dame plays in the ACC as well, so that'd be nice. But what if eight Notre Dame joins the SEC? <laughs> that would be ridiculous. That's the thing. I, I hope Notre Dame stays independent, just because like they have an opportunity to play a bunch of different leagues. I mean, yeah. they're unofficially ACC, but just try to keep that independent status. So that way, you can just kind of. I think they're up. they join with everything but football. That's the only thing they haven't officially. Mm-hmm. "Quote unquote," joined, but because they don't, uh, they don't want to. They, they're holding on to that the last independent. And I think honestly, that's Notre Dame does it right. I think honestly, they need to do away with all these stupid freaking conferences and allow teams to play whoever they want. So I love that. Keep these yeah. um, these big games, you know, like I said, Texas OU, Texas versus Texas A&M, all these schools, but also bring in these different matches. You know, stuff you you may not see. Um, That's what I think college football needs. Um, But, you know, we're not the ones deciding it. But at some point, I'll tell you, at some point, the NCAA is going to have to step in and say, "Uh uh-uh, y'all got to stay in your own conference because SEC, if they grab all these schools, and then you have, let's say, the ACC or, you know, whoever grabbed additional schools, and you create these two different conferences for like mm-hmm. all the teams? Super conferences, yep. Who, yeah, who, what are you doing? Well, they said there's talks that they're scared already because if another 
conference gets powerful, the two super conferences, they can break away and do their own thing. They don't need yeah. them at that point. Um, uh, yeah, I think that what they said was uh, they were talking about having pods or something, so they were talking about having like four, four teams, the SEC in each pod. The winner of each pod places, you know, the, you know, the winner of each four or whatever it is. And then whoever wins the overall for SEC, automatic berth to the championship. Second place, automatic berth to it. You're talking about the additional two schools because there's going to be two other schools that's going to be left off. Whether it's A&M, Texas, Oklahoma, whoever the case may be, there's going to be two other SEC teams that's going to be left off going in. Especially they go to the top 12. It's going to be interesting once this happens. Um, what will happen? Like I said, I don't like the Big 12 going to the Pac-12. I just don't think that makes much sense personally. But uh, I would love to see them in the ACC just so we can, Florida say, get a shot and whip up all tech every every couple of years or whatever they would be. Uh, Notre Dame would get their shot at whipping up on them. Yeah. <clears throat> and which would be funny because we've got family that's all big on Notre Dame and loves tech, but what are you going to do when they play each other? Who are you going to pick your Exactly. I love uh, that. Uh, you got to pick one. <laughs> <laughs> the line has been drawn in the sand. So uh, it will be see. Like I said, I was hoping – when I read that Clemson and Florida State might join, I was kind of excited just for the fact that, okay, I want that Texas-Florida State matchup. I think that would be fun, but um, we'll have to just wait for who knows how long uh, for that to happen. We'll see. I mean, anything can next year or, you know, like I said, we talked with uh, John or there, anything can happen tomorrow. could be different, so for all we know. Something um, could change. You never know. You mean you never know? Clemson and Florida State may go to the Big Twelve, and Texas and OU may decide. You know what? Let's stay over here. You know, just because they've done it, then until they leave, that it ain't nothing set up. So, Tech Clemson. Now, if the Big Twelve was smart, they would go after some ACC schools because I think if you could go after them too, you could possibly get Notre Dame to come over there and play. Because then Notre Dame still has to have a tough schedule being independent in order to be able to get in. Uh, and even your idea of just doing away with the conferences, uh, you can't schedule Alabama States and, um, you know, Lovejoy High School and stuff like that, <laughs> Texas and stuff like that, Princeton High School. You're going to have to have – that's when your strength of schedule would come in because yeah. you – okay, did you schedule – 10 hard people or 12 hard people, whatever it is. Um, no, you scheduled cupcakes so you could go undefeated and try to sneak your way in. No, mm-hmm. we're not going to reward that. Um, so we will see. Like I said, uh, it's interesting what's going on in college football, NFL getting rolling. Uh, Certainly someone's you- back in training camp. That's after right. It's right. rolled out. After his holdout. Oh, Aaron. Aaron. And Mr. Did you see his, his little press conference where he went on? He went loved on. it. Loved, I love the honesty. I really love the yep. honesty there. I'm just telling you right now, with the 11th pick, or is it 11, 12 teams in Christmas Day? I think so. With the 11th pick, that's who I'm getting. If he's there. A-Rod, really? I love that. Do that. Right Please. off the bat. I'm just going to do, do it. it. I'm going to see how crazy I can get y'all to talk. Please. On this part. It won't on be, y'all's live it won't I just want to see how long. many... I just want to see how long it's going to be. <laughs> so I want y'all to talk yeah. trash. 
if anybody drafts a quarterback in the first what, 10 rounds, according to somebody. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm going to do it just for the for the sense that that's it. Well, that's I might do it as well. Last year. I'm going to go ahead and okay, right but- well, my argument is going to be, well, you know what? <laughs> yeah, it may have been stupid last year, but who was looking for a quarterback six weeks in, into it? That's true. Good point. Who, but I know y'all, y'all, y'all league is big on receivers. Is who y'all draft first? I mean, PPR. It is a PPR. It's a PPR league, so you got to get your receivers. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah. the way CD's I think running backs are tearing up camp, as well. Yeah, uh, he's running backs are going to be gone the first six picks. Oh yeah, Henry should be one of the first ones off the board. Travis Henry. Uh, it's going to go if if you uh, have you're sitting there and you have something like I get a I don't have back to back picks, but I have a pick wait couple picks and then I pick again. So the chance of me being able to draft a quarterback or something like that or a receiver running back and get yeah. somebody like that is gets decent at eleven. I mean, uh if I'm like in the top five, no way I'm drafting a quarterback that high. But um in my league I guarantee you there'll be three quarterbacks taken off the board in the first round. But mm-hmm. um uh, we'll we'll go over that when it's time. But uh like I said, I, I he's gonna I think he's gonna ball out Mahomes. I don't see how you, you got, got the Hall of Fame game tomorrow, so that's exciting news. I mean, football's right around the corner, guys. Get ready. It is. Well, I'm ready. We were born ready for football. It's getting hot. I mean, the pads are going on. Just don't end up on the bottom of a pile, Randy, like Daniel Jones. I don't know how. <laughs> that's when you have no respect for your quarterback. <laughs> T-Broad, he's at the bottom. Come on, man. But you know, the people are coming out who've been released from the Giants saying that if the coach is Mr. Know-it-all. Sure I don't think he's going to last very long. People, people knocking Jason Garrett, man. Jason Garrett, he's okay. not the issue here in Dallas. I'm what telling is, you. What is going on? And maybe y'all can answer. I know y'all are all on TikTok just like I am. What is this beef that the Raider fans have with us all of a sudden? <laughs> Why are this like one constant after another after another? I was on it talking trash. This guy was they, talking they, trash. They get today. all our they get all our they trash, right? Play, and, and they haven't won a playoff <laughs> they game. They get all our spare this, parts that we just dump something, off. And they think they're good because they make it to the playoffs last year. I think they did. I don't remember. Lost like always, and they come back. Well, then they're like, "Well, y'all haven't won since." Um, 95. Y'all, 26 years since y'all won a Super Bowl. Y'all living in the last time the Oakland Raiders won a game, it was the Super Bowl was 1984. There you, you go. went in 2002 and you haven't won a playoff game since. Quit talking trash. You paid all that money for the coach that ain't going to win you a Super Bowl because you got to go through Kansas City, which is going to be tough, and you got some other squad. Tennessee's going to be tough. All these other cities are going to be, you, come on, stop talking trash. I just don't get the beef that they have. I think because Prescott said Cowboys Nation and they're they got a, their butt hurt about it because they're Raider yeah, Nation. We're the only, yeah, we're the only. We'll nation. settle it come Thanksgiving. We'll settle it come Thanksgiving Day. We'll see who wins. But uh, it's going to be I, the Raiders. Cowboys are going zero and seventeen. Zero and seventeen. You heard it here. I'm going ahead and say it now. So it don't break my heart. I think Chris said Super Bowl, Danny. Super Bowl or bust, baby. He said Super Bowl, yeah, see? Super at least Bowl, I can tell you, you know, hey, we won a game. We won two games. We all don't win this. We put up a good fight. <laughs> We're there to win games. That's We're not there about. to put it's up a good fight. fight. I mean, there are some people out, there are some people out there saying, oh, the Cowboys are going to go 12 and something. 
Michael, you can't go eight and eight unless you go eight, eight and one. Can't finish no more five hundred, so this is not finished five hundred. Guys, if this finish show keeps on going, I'm gonna finish this whole bottle. I'm just gonna tell you right now. <laughs> Let's wrap it up, <laughs> Randy. What that's awesome. Uh, what's your final thoughts? Uh, I mean, as always, kind of just check out our stuff. I mean, you know, like I said, you never know what you're gonna like until you try it out. Be sure to check out Texas Oil Dust if you hadn't already. Uh, so they got some killer stuff. All their rubs are good. All their injections are good. Uh, be on the lookout for the new uh, steak marinade. Uh, it's going to make its way slowly into the steak kickoff association. Uh, and it may take over that slowly. Uh, but you never know. Like I said, just give our stuff a try. Because you never know. You just make it hooked on big taste, big flavor, big sameness. There it is. There it is. And definitely, um, again, mad shout outs to a mad scientist, Chris Bustos, doing his thing, producing. Go check it out. BigSalinasBarbecue.com. There is still some peach there. He, you got to check it out on YouTube. Of course, you can get it anywhere podcast or, or uh, anywhere you get your podcast. Go check us out. Uh, check out all the good vibes. Uh, podcasts are all great. The football one's going to be kicking off. When's that one kicking off? We're going to get back together starting next week. So they're going to get back. you got to hear their insight. They're going to do the fantasy drive we were talking about live things. So they're going to be talking bad about me and Randy because that's our goal for this thing <laughs> is just to get them to talk bad about us. But somebody's going to get bad. One of us may win and we're going to talk trash back. That's just hey, going to have fun. <laughs> we're going to have fun for sure. Uh, but uh, that's what you got to do. So definitely go check it out. Check us out on YouTube and you can actually see Chrissy just putting a spoon in there eating this peach. So good. Perfect. Life uh, is so peachy. Check it out. Get it while you can because supply they're right. He's running out before he makes another batch. Um, he's in the works to try to get it produced to get it out there. Uh, again, if you have a store you want us to get our stuff in, let us know. Give us a shout out. Certainly if you have a small business, shout out. Uh, when you're out there cooking in the backyard right now, stay safe. Uh, Cook with love, cook with passion, and we will see you down the road. Peace out, y'all. Peace. Deuces. Oh, someone's not happy. She's never happy, dude. Damn, the shirts come. Five levels are big, healthy, husky, fluffy, and damn. People ask, what could be bigger than damn?